This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 895 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily today's tip is from the dressage radio show co-hosts reese kofler stanfield and philip parks answer answer another listener question this time about schooling the higher level movements with an older horse sans coach reese also introduces a new descriptive term for poorly executed flying changes and philip offers some great advice about using the relationship between lower and higher level of movements in your training regime. And we'll get right to our tip after this shopping tip from equestriancollections.com. Hi, Glenn here with the Horse Radio Network, and I am here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hi, Glenn. This week, I'm featuring a product that I love. It's called the Nunfiner Pirouette Girth. And this is a dressage girth, and the reason I'm featuring it is because my boy, as everybody knows, he's a gypsy, and I have been through many, he's wide, and I have been through many, many girths. Um, he would always actually, you know, put his ears back and be a little bit girthy, and so I'd try a different girth, and I'd have the same problem. And I stumbled across this one, and I got it and tried it, and I'm telling you, it has made, it was immediate. He has not been girthy since. I got another one for my sister for her birthday for the same reason. She has a big drum there. Same thing. Minute we put it on, the girthiness stopped. So I said, you know what? I'm going to tell other people about this girth. Nunfiner is a great product line. You absolutely cannot go wrong with them. And I completely recommend this Nunfiner Pirouette Girth. Um, My friend Stephanie also uses the other Nunfiner Girth, and she swears by that too. So if you're having some girthing problems, I would say take a look at the Nunfiner line of girths. You will not be sorry. And you can find them at www.equestriancollections.com Well, lastly, before we leave you here, we have an email um, sent to us to talk a little bit about training. So we want to uh, we want to address that. I'm I'm going to read it, Reese, and then hopefully you can sure. send us out with uh, with this email. So. Uh, it says, my topic has to do with amateur riders who are learning the high school movements, learning to ride I-1, I-2, and Grand Prix. What is the best way for us to school when no trainer is around? I think it is tough for those who have never really schooled the higher levels to know how to plan your session, making sure the horse is warmed up, and then making that transition to working on the movements after you have the horse engaged through and collected. I guess what I'm trying to say is learning how to figure out how to get the horse ready to school those higher movements and then executing them. So, Reese, take us away. What do you think? Sure. I mean, this is this is a great question, and I think always something. Um, you know, I, I, I this is from Laura. Hi, Laura, and Mickey She's been on the show before, and and uh, 
and actually she rides uh, my old international horse, who is now her horse, uh, Gooberg's Casper. And her, her question is is really focused on on Casper as well. And he's older. He is, oh my goodness, he's in his 20s now um, and has been doing dressage his whole life. So I think with her question, it also centers around kind of also schooling a schoolmaster. Um, and I think these are great questions and questions that we as trainers always have to be careful with. So a couple tips um, for kind of schooling a schoolmaster. Um, and that is, I don't do, once a horse knows extended trot, um, I don't do on my old guys, older senior members. Um, I don't do a ton of extended trot. Um, I think we've talked about it on the show before that that can lead to some suspensory issues and some soundness issues. So that's one thing I don't do personally a lot. Um, and then also with half passes, I think you have to be careful um, as the movements get higher into the FEI levels, the angles of your half passes get a lot steeper. Um, and I think you have to be very careful, even when you school a Grand Prix horse, um, to be careful that you're not kind of abusing that half pass angle. Um, that's something that always worries me a little bit, um, that I'm not going to stress the horse too much with that. You can really work on, for example, half pass. You can work on that, an angle of a half pass using half pass to shoulder in to half pass without making it too steep of an angle. Um, so I think that's something you should always think about as you're working a horse at the higher levels. Um, you know, pirouettes, they say uh, with jumpers, they only have so many jumps in them. And I feel the same way with dressage horses. I think they only have so many pirouettes in them. They only have so many piafs in them. Um, so you have to be a little bit careful with schooling it. So kind of wrapping that around to the question, you know, how do you do that without a trainer? That's a very good question. I think that, um, you know, everybody, including uh, trainers, needs help. And and so what I would do is really lean on your personal instructor and say, okay, you know, in the lesson, let's say you ride once a week or twice a week, um, what are some things that we need to be working on? Um, and check yourself that way. I think that's really important. Um, I also am not a fan of schooling flying changes. If you have any issues with flying changes um, without a ground person um, or somebody that can spot a clean or late flying change, I think you have to be very careful with that. Um, I have even told students, please don't do flying changes if I'm not there. Um, and they, th they think, oh my gosh, but flying changes, if you school a lot wrong or incorrectly, they're very, very difficult to fix. Um, even on a schooled horse, they'll, they'll get a little uh, funky with the changes. That's a technical dressage term, funky. Um, funky. Uh, yeah, funky. I, I funky before. Yeah, yeah, funky. They just get a little, one. yeah, they get a little, <laughs> they get a little, um, you know, confused. So, so in general, uh, with an older horse, I would be careful with the amount that you school, always make sure that they're through and together and collected and, and you're using the scale of training before you do movements. I would watch the number of movements that you do. Make sure that you're not doing, you know, they, an older horse who's done half pass his whole life doesn't need to do 25 um, lines of half passes or 25 pirouettes. Or, so, you know, be careful with the numbers. And I also think you need to have a plan for the day. We always talk about a plan, but you know, if you're going to school canter work, then maybe you don't want to do as much trot work that day. Um, and I'm also a big fan with old horses to do a lot of walking. I think it's really good for their joints and it keeps them sound longer. So I, that's kind of my take on that. So I hope that that helps a little bit with anybody who has an older horse. Um, 
And also, I think it's always helpful with an older horse to be have a nice dialogue with your vet and a plan and how you work with things and and, and have and that monitoring, monitor, yeah, monitoring, monitoring, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I just if if you can let me br- jump in for sorry, Philip. Yes, of course. I was I was on a <laughs> roll, Philip. <laughs> you were on a bit of a roll. I, all great tips, but I think you know a couple things. Um, just back to the training a little bit. If you do a half pass and it doesn't feel great or something's wrong with it, a half pass is still just a, a summation of other things. So you can definitely go back and do some shouldering. Like if the half pass doesn't feel like it had good bend or good rhythm, I mean, go back and work on rhythm and bend and, and a little shoulder in and a little trav air and then go back to half pass. You don't have to half pass over and then back again and over and back again to fix the problem. I think, you know, you know, the problems in the higher level movements always come back to the basics. And so if you have good, strong basics, the, the upper level stuff is going to be no problem. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I like to think about those things, you know, and, and, you know, if a trainer gives you something to work on, you know, whether if it's in the half pass or if it's in a, a flying change or something, make sure you have all the components, all like the checklist, like, okay, this is what you need before you even attempt to go sideways or you, before you even attempt to make a flying change. Do you have, all, you know, do you have the right to ask for it? Do you have a quick canner? Do you have the right bend? Do you have the right rhythm? You know, and work on those things and then boom, half pass will happen. Flying change will happen. I mean, it's easy, right? So I mean, the, the difficult things and those, those are the things that you should be working on in schooling. Um, you know, all the time and then attempting the upper level movements from time to time. I think that's, that's how I kind of approach those issues and, and, you know, work an older horse and work a, a trained horse. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just solid basics and good, good riding. Yeah, exactly. That's about so. it. That's all I had to say. Love it. Thanks for jumping <laughs> in. No, yeah. I think that's great. And, and, um, we love, love, love listener, um, topics and questions. Keep them coming. Uh, don't be shy. We are happy to answer them as much as we can. And if we can't, we will find somebody that can. So, well, that pretty much takes care of it. If you have a question for the dressage radio show gang, just go to dressageradio.com and look for the contact us tab on the top banner. You can find lots more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. And now you can have all of your horse radio network shows with you wherever you go with our free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to the App Store and search for Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's free and easy. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 